yeah, college sucks, but I love it. But it sucks, but I love it. But it sucks. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host, Dana, aka it's Dana B. And I'm Michelle at Modernly Michelle. And we are excited to jump into our topic for today. Yes, episode number seven, right? Lucky number seven. Number of completion, hey. Yes, yes. Fun fact, I was reading an article that says most new podcasters fall off after the seventh episode. For real? Yes. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. That's not going to be us. Not us, kid. By the time we release this one, because we release multiple episodes at once, by the time we release this one, we'll be on like episode nine. Yay. Yes, for not being a statistic. Yes, progress. Progress. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to jump right into it. And as usual, we're going to start with our strawberries and lemons segment. And the topic of conversation for today is, drum roll please. (laughs) That was good. That was good. I wish I could have held it longer. (laughs) That was great. That was great. I didn't see that coming. It's babies. Babies. Michelle, do you want to do the honors? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I have finally, well, myself and my husband, Brandon, we finally made our announcement to the world. Yes. That I am pregnant. Yes. Um, (laughs) And Millie Rock or Annie Block. (laughs) She's really rocking as well right now, guys. If you guys want to get a visit with a big smile. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so this is our first uh, child. Mm-hmm. So we're excited. It was it was very nerve wracking, I guess, sharing it. I mean, fam- like close family and friends obviously knew, but like sharing it with the world, it was kind of nerve wracking. I don't know, because we got so used to kind of keeping it close to ourselves so now yeah. it's out there and I am currently at when we're recording this about to be 24 weeks pregnant. So wow. running through the pregnancy. So 24 divided by four, six months yes. for the rest of the world who do not think in weeks. I'm helping y'all out because yes. I don't I, 24 weeks. What is that? I was the same way until I was the same way. I was just like, come on. We like how many months? But now <laughs> I just I get it. Now I live in weeks. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Congratulations again. I'm so, so, so excited. Your pictures looked so good. I was like, yes, Michelle. Yes, Brandon. Yeah, better. (laughs) Thank you. It's been so long, too, since I've taken pictures and especially since we've taken pictures together. It's literally been so long. I especially because of quarantine, I have just been looking like nothing, you know, so to get like Yes. So to get dressed up and to take pictures and stuff, it was definitely it was diff- it it just it felt different because it had been so long. Yeah. And you have to let the world know this is not I mean, of course, if anyone can do the math, they know this is not a quarantine baby. Yes. Yes. It is not a quarantine baby. And I specifically went back in after I posted because <laughs> I was like, I forgot to include my hashtag with how many weeks I am. <laughs> because so I was speaking to someone else. And when I told them, they were like, oh, wait, how far along are you? Like quarantine baby or and I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this baby was already cooking. cooking. All right. No. Funny story. So uh, 
another one of our best friends from high school, Patrice. Shout out to Pot. This is her second shout out um, on this podcast. Yes. Shout out to Patrice again. <laughs> um, but in December, she and her now husband got married. And we all flew home, our group, me, Michelle, and Tori, the three of us, we do not live in Miami anymore. So we flew home to celebrate their union. Of course, we were in the wedding. So the day before her wedding, she had like a bridal party brunch event. And it was really nice, you guys. Like, oh, it was so classy, so beautiful. And Mm -hmm. they were offering different versions of mimosas. And Michelle wanted to drink, I don't know, water or something. I don't know what she wanted to drink. This was in December. So if you guys don't know by now, I'm super loud and outgoing and life of the party. So I'm, I'm getting up to like get drinks for people. And Michelle is like, oh, no, I have water. I'm fine. And I'm like, water. <laughs> so loud. Oh, my gosh. You remember this? <laughs> of course I do. And let me tell you guys, at that point, I wasn't like 100% sure. It wasn't like I took a pregnancy test at that point. I just knew that something was different. And I was like, oh, snap there is a chance that I could be pregnant. So because of that, I was like, you know what? Let me just hold off. Let me not do too much because I just don't know. And mm-hmm. yes, Dana was like, you drink your water. When there's alcohol? They got mimosa. Girl, there's alcohol in here. They drink water. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was so like, oh my gosh. Like I wanted to pinch her. <laughs> but it's not her fault. Like, you know, I hadn't really, I didn't bring it up because it's something that I was still like trying to see. But I really, if I could, I would have pinched her skin afterwards. <laughs> Actually, no, you owe me a pinch for that. <laughs> Yo, I had no clue. And I'm like, we all drinking. We having a good time. And you're right. only drinking water. I'll, but I didn't peer pressure you. No, you didn't. She wasn't like, oh, no, you're not that person to be like, no, drink, 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 drink. It was just more so I'm going to be me and yell and be like, why are you drinking water? And then be like, girl, whatever. And then keep drinking my drink. That was was the approach. Literally what happened. (laughs) Be like, more more for me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So anyways, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. How do you feel? We don't have to make this a whole podcast about pregnancy, but just really quickly, how do you feel? I feel good. I definitely feel good. This has been a new experience for sure. Just being pregnant, period. And also being pregnant during a pandemic has definitely been an experience. (laughs) Um, If you guys don't know me, I am someone that is more so... I wouldn't say flat and dry all the time, but I do have more of a drier personality. <laughs> I was going to say more so like a, conser- a reserved personality. Right. More reserved. Yeah, definitely more reserved. And I'm not the most emotional person either. I'm not any of that. Like I'm more so all, almost all the time level headed, reserved, but still yes. to have a good time and still. Yeah. Yes. Been this way my entire life. Yeah, Let me tell much. you these hormones, though. <laughs> I have a story. This is an embarrassing story, though, but it's not my fault. I'm gonna give it to you real quick, real, real quick. So my hormones and my emotions fluctuate. Most of the time, I feel like myself. I'm just navigating through the pregnancy, feeling the baby move, kick, all of that. Right. So but there are spurts of when my Mm -hmm. emotions flare. Whoa. So there are times where I might get a little snippy with Brandon and he's like, yo, like, what's good with you? But then he remembers that I'm pregnant. So it's just kind of (laughs) like... 
He's just like, yo, like you trying to fade? And I'm like, no, please remember. <laughs> no, this is not my fault because you know, I'm. this is not really who I am. Anyway. Right. So we had food, right? So we had food. We had like rice and chicken and like macaroni. So we had food and there was still like the container for the macaroni that was like on the table. So Brandon had already eaten. And I think something, there was something that happened. But anyway, I went back to get more food and I was so excited because I was like, oh yes, I'm gonna get more of this macaroni. I was so excited. Like open the container, the container was empty. Ooh. And I was like, Brandon, did you, get, did you eat all of the macaroni? And he was like, oh dang, my bad. And I was so looking forward to you. Do you know that my eyes started to water? Like I got what? visibly emotional. It was so embarrassing. Like my eyes were watering. I instantly felt like like a very saddened. It was just, it was the most dramatic thing ever. I was just like, is this my life now? It sounds dramatic. Dana. I was like, really? Oh my yes, God. It was a whole thing. He was like, I'm so sorry. What, you know, like, what, what do I do? Like, what should we do? And there was nothing to do at that point. Oh, poor Brandon. I'm like, girl, if you're going to sit down, ain't no mac and, and cheese. it's not my fault. I would get out of here. Would I really cry for macaroni? I would be like, okay, whatever. And my days aren't like that all the time. Like, I'm not always emotional like that. But when they flare, it's like the most mm-hmm. dramatic thing. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So that's my, <laughs> that's my embarrassing story. <laughs> And then also now oh, one of my my top craving weird. now, if in case any of you guys were wondering, was smelling coffee. That's what I've been into. Are you even? A, you don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. <clears throat> I don't drink coffee. I don't like coffee. Nothing. But lately, I have just been getting a cup of coffee. Or Brandon, when he makes coffee, he leaves a little bit for me so I can smell it. That's been my thing. Wow. Yep. Women are weird, but pregnant women, y'all on another level. It's weird. It's very weird, especially for me. And I love how accommodating Brandon is. I love how accommodating he is. Very accommodating. Very. I'm like, I'm going to drink this coffee. I'm not leaving extra for you to smell. That's a waste. Yes. No, he literally, he, he heats it up and he brings it to me in the morning and I smell it. Wow. It's the whole thing. This has been my thing for like the past two weeks. I don't know where it came from. But I mean, literally like. <laughs> that was her taking a whiff, guys. And it was a deep, whiff. deep, deep whiff. But anyway, yeah, like you yeah. said, we don't want to make this all about pregnancy, but it is nice to give this announcement and finally put it out there. Yeah. So congratulations to you and Brandon again. I am so excited. I feel like I said that already. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So we're going to stick on the topic of babies, but we are going to talk about future. Mm. What's his real name? Nevadius? I think that's his first name. Last yeah, name. something like that. Nevadius Williams. I don't know his last Wilburn name. Wilburn or something. Yeah. <laughs> Child. So future. Uh, I am not a big supporter of future. Yeah. There are a couple of hits like if it's like top 40 playing on the radio he has a feature on it like drake i'll listen to it but i'm not someone who's usually sized or excited for the new album i'm not listening to the whole thing i don't care same but 
you know, I keep my ears to the Twitter streets. Yes, she is a part of the, all of the Twitters. So Dana is going to be, oh, I have a name for you. Our Twitter liaison. Oh, I like yes. it. I, y'all, I'm official. Can I, when we get business cards, can I put that on there? Yes, co-host slash Twitter liaison. Here for it. You know, this is why I love you. Like, we're here. We're here. So as a Twitter liaison, I make sure I do my due diligence, you know, to keep abreast of what's going on in the Twitter mm-hmm. streets, you know. And wouldn't you know, <laughs> not too long after Mother's Day, it came out that future father of seven children with six women now has an eighth with an additional woman. And I'm just, I don't know how to approach this because I definitely, well, let's say this. The strawberry of this is that there are more children in the world. Yep. Babies are blessings. Yep. Babies are blessings. I definitely agree with that. I love kids. So I think that's great. But I don't understand. I think my biggest thing as a financial professional, it's easy for me to think about the finances of things, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I should have looked up his net worth, but whatever his net worth is, if you have eight different children, and I don't know if he's on child support for all eight of them. I'm sure he is now, especially because he's future. Before, probably not so much, but I feel like all of them like got together. Because I think I saw somewhere that some of them hang out, like maybe the first like one through four or one through five. <laughs> friends. Yeah, they be hanging out or like they like get together. They're, they're cordial with each other. So I'm sure they have like future baby mama meetings <laughs> and they keep all of the other ones up to date. Like, all right. So make sure I think welcome into the club. The first order of business is be sure to file for child support. Um, they probably have a, a handbook at this point. <laughs> so, so many of them. That was funny. And I'm here for it. Listen, I am here for creating a handbook, creating like a <laughs> t-shirts, a annual retreat. Play dates. Let's just let's not be. Let's just all be friends. Let's not beef with each other, because guys, we're not the problem. Here. Obviously, none of us are going to stay with him. We we just have the child, and let's just all be cordial. Let's be cool. <laughs> I just think, how can he maintain his wealth? Mm. Do you know how expensive child support can be? I feel like for some people that can be seen as a challenge for him, especially. So he's going to keep on trying to like level himself up to make sure that. Nobody can say his kids aren't taken care of. He still has all of the latest outfits. He's flexing, you know, wrists on whatever they say nowadays because I'm old. Wrist, you know? wrist, I don't know. Wrist, whatever. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. So I feel like. I'm so concerned. I, I really wish I could be his financial planner because I want the numbers to make sense for me. And I just. And again, it's not counting his pockets. It's really none of my business. But I'm just thinking if I was his friend, if I was his sister, if I was anyone to him, I would say, sir, use condoms. He's a grown man, though. He knows. He's a grown man. He's been at this for a while. He knows what can happen. He's fine with it. He says he's good. Dana, he's telling us he's good. Obviously. I was just about about to break out into Creole. (laughs) Let me tell you, he said he's good, sis. It's covered. Accounting has it covered. I'm so concerned because I'm just like, and then also, 
I don't know. So fun fact, not because you just said you were about to break out into Creole, for the longest of times we thought Future was Haitian. He made a public announcement when he went on some interview show and said he's not Haitian. So praise the Lord. Really? Yes, thank God. I didn't know that. We need to mad about that one. So Usher hurt. That one, I was like, dang, really, Usher? You feel like you lost the real one? You were like, dang, you could have added you to the list, the repertoire. Yes. Future, I was like, oh, cool, great. You know who else? <laughs> like, I'm like, I think he is really Haitian, though, but I'm like, Ugh, it's Young Thug. Like, uh, I don't know nothing about Young Thug. Mm. Yeah. I don't, to me, it's really a blur because their names is just, isn't it Young Thug, The Thug? There's another thug. No? no. I know for a fact there are three babies, though. Yeah, there are a bunch of babies. There's a bunch of YBNs that I don't know about. I don't know. Um, I- yeah, there's a lot, a lot of this new age music. I feel like we're entering into that. We're getting older phase because I'm like, I don't know who any of these kids are. I don't. I really I can't tell you the difference. Young thug, Haitian or not. I don't know the man. So, hey, <laughs> but that's the future and his many children. I just think that he didn't ask me. He probably does not care, um, but he should consider using protection, consider protecting his assets going forward because you cannot have that much money left over because there was a number floating around that a judge told him he had to pay $53,000 a month in child support for one child. Oh my gosh. I don't know if it's accurate, but regardless, some people don't even make 53K a year. A year. Even if it feels good, at some point, as a grown man, you have to think bigger than sex, drugs, alcohol, flexing. Like, there has to be more to life. You have a career. You have a strong fan base. Milk them for all they got (laughs) in a positive way, you know, selling music, merch, whatever, without making all the money go to child support. Mm -hmm. What do you have to show for it when you're 60 years old? Well... It says children are blessings, so hopefully, like, he's a good enough dad where his kids really admire him and want to be in his life because then that's, like, all that really matters. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you got to do some more. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean. I would not want to be number nine. Listen. I'm sorry. I Not number nine because it's seven. It's now eight children with seven women. So I wouldn't want to be number eight. I wouldn't want to be the mm-hmm. eighth baby mama. Child, I'm stressed for him. How you keep up? He, when I tell you he said he's good, if I'm not worried about anybody, I'm not worried about Future. Because Future has told us time and time again that he's fine. He got this on lock. This one more going from seven to eight, it's not a big jump. <laughs> I think once he jumped from five to six with with four, or I don't know. It's a it just Yeah, it's just like, okay, at this point, like I already know the, the way of the game. I know how this goes. No problem. Like, boom, I'm, boom, I'm pregnant. Okay, bet. All right. So here's this. Here's that. Here's your um your startup manual. Here's your packets. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> My thing, too, is that if I'm a woman who, and I don't know the stories of any of these women, like a lot of them probably really did love him. I think for all of them, at some point, they were in a relationship. I don't really know because I didn't delve that deep into it. But I'm thinking if I'm a woman and... I'm having a baby with a celebrity and I'm trying to secure a bag. Future's kind of tapped out. Why didn't go with Drake? He only got one child out there. <laughs> I feel like it's hard. 
to gain access to different types of people, it's probably not that as hard to gain mm-hmm. access to future because I feel like future could probably also potentially still like dabble with, cause some people are just strictly celebrities now. Like after they reach a certain status, they only mm-hmm. get with other celebrities or only get with other girls who like are within a celebrity circle. radius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Circle. I feel like future still goes to his neighborhood and like might like, get with someone from like back in the day i feel like drake is a little bit higher up a little bit untouchable so it mm-hmm. has to be someone that he sought out or someone that it just has it's different wow that's what i think mm-hmm. i'm so happy for sierra because you know i stand for sierra yeah you are a sierra stan I love Sierra and not even just about her music. I feel like she's an amazing role model. I love the fact that she's well-spoken, so put together. She does it well where she can be both classy and sexy. Like, I just really love that about her. If there was a celebrity that I aspire to be like, and I can't think of one really except maybe Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Sierra's it. I just love her whole vibe, her whole energy, how sweet and genuine she seems. Mm-hmm. So when I found out that future made her baby mama, I was hot. I know. I know. But we, I feel like hot. one thing you know about Sierra, like if you've been a Sierra fan and you've been listening to her music and kind of see when she gets in relationships, like Sierra loves hard. Yes. So I know for a fact, like we, as you said, we don't know about the other baby moms or whatever, but Sierra, for a fact, I know, like, when she was with Future, like, she was all in. In. Mm-hmm. All in. So. Mm-hmm. But my Lord is faithful. Whoa, that man is good. <laughs> he said, not on my watch. Will your story end with Future Navadius Will, whatever his last name is. Oh, are you talking about um Russell? Russell Wilson. Now, that's a testimony. Come on now. Let me stop playing because these people are going to take me seriously. Um, at the end of the day, congratulations to baby number eight, Mr. Future. I wish you all the well. I mean, all the well. I wish you um, that too, much though. success. You said what? I said that too, though. That part, all the wealth because you're going to need it. <laughs> yes. Yes, I wish you all the wealth, all the success. Congratulations on baby eight. Um, and consider wrapping it up. <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna wrap up this section. <laughs> Come on, segue. <laughs> take notes, future. Take notes. Okay, let me stop. All right, you guys. So let's get into ranting. So our topic of discussion today is going to be is college worth it. And we're definitely going to get into this. Okay. We have quite a few thoughts about this for sure. Um, But I wanted to start off by saying, regardless of what Dana and I say, of course, we're just giving our personal opinions. Please be sure to do your own research for yourself. This is something that's definitely relative to each person. You know, uh, we both, I feel like used to believe that college is 100% worth it. And of course, we're going to go into our individual thoughts about it. But if it is something that is still worth it to you, just make sure you do you do your due diligence to ensure that you're not walking into a tough situation for you to deal with later on in the future. Well said. Of course, sometimes it's unavoidable. But yeah, I just wanted to start off by saying that. So by no means are we saying, don't do college. We're just saying, think about it and kind of get all of your all of your thoughts together and make a decision based on that. All right. So like I mentioned, our question is, 
is college worth it? So I can definitely say that high school Michelle, middle school Michelle, everything Michelle before becoming a real adult (laughs) with real bills right now would have said, yes, (laughs) do whatever you can do. Go to school, (laughs) go to school. Well, (laughs) I think education is still 100% important, right? So this is by no means saying no to education. We're just speaking about universities in particular and four-year degrees and tech, you know, taking on a lot of debt and different things like that. So I feel like college may not be a hundred percent worth it, but it is relative to each person. It definitely depends. So Dana, what do you think? Very well said. Being that I was raised by two Haitian immigrants who neither of them have college degrees. I was taught that education is important. It comes first. I can't tell you the number of times my mom told me that, you know, no one can take your education away from you. So I grew up believing, and to this day, I believe that education is absolutely important. Me too, a hundred, a hundred percent. But we were conditioned Or some of us, let me not say we, some of us are conditioned that education only comes in the form of going to a university. In the academic space, sitting in a classroom. So 18-year-old Dana was like, absolutely, I must go to college. I will go to college. There's no other way to life for me. And honestly, I still feel that way. Uh, Years ago, there used to be a meme that said, I don't know how to do hair. I can't pick up a ball. I don't know how to hustle. So I have to go to college or I have to go to school. That's me. So in short, I will say that I do think that college is worth it, but definitely not for the same reasons I believed when I was younger. So Now, what we want to do is give you guys some pros and cons when you're considering college. And of course, this is just a a basis, a foundation. As you make that decision for yourself or you help your mentee or your child make this decision, they can add their personal feelings about it to this list. But we would start our rants and revelations list with the pros. So one Attending college, having a college degree shows employers that you are able to commit to something and you're able to see it through the end. Another pro is that college gives you the opportunity to make lifetime adult friends. So friends that you wouldn't have met if you stay in the same place you grew up in. Another pro is that the experience is amazing. For me, I enjoy things like Fried Chicken Wednesday, Perks of an HBCU. Uh, I enjoyed Market Fridays, Hump Wednesdays over at Morehouse College, attending homecoming every year. And my biggest, biggest blessing from college was the opportunity to study and live abroad for six months in Madrid. That was life changing and served as a catalyst to me becoming a global citizen. Another pro is that attending college extends your network. And I've heard the saying, your network is your net worth. So it's not about what you know, it's who you know. So you have an opportunity by attending this four-year institution or whatever, two-year institution to extend your net worth. So those are all the pros that we thought of. When it comes to cons, the number one Mm -hmm for many Americans, is loans, loans, loans. Yes, honey, these loans that be following you to your grave, honey. 
<laughs> Literally. Yes. So the first con is how expensive college can be. And typically, if you do not have parents who can afford to put you through college, if you're not able to put yourself through college, you have to rely, um, if not on scholarship and grants, on loans that typically have a 4 to 6% interest rate attached to it. And if you file bankruptcy, your student loans are still there. So there's that. And I also wanted to mention really quickly, I think that shows the importance of making sure that you take advantage of scholarships, grants, or anything that, you know, you can find Absolutely. online. I feel like, you know, you may see something online. You're like, oh my gosh, I have to write an essay just to get $700. Like that's nothing. Oh no. It's absolutely something, you know, and that can definitely take you from, <laughs> yes, it, it, adds it all adds up books, everything, fees, you're paying for their grass to be cut. Trust me, you know, it all adds up. So any little yep. thing counts. So be sure to take yep. advantage of any of those opportunities because that can make your experience during college and postgraduate even sweeter. Well said, Michelle. So more cons is that you can spend four years at this institution and then you find out that you can't get a job, which for some people, that means the degree right. was not worth it. You can go to school and major in something that's not really relevant to available job opportunities. So something very general, such as liberal arts, general studies, interdependent interdisciplinary studies. You have a college degree, but a recruiter or a person or an employer may look at your resume and not consider you for a role because they can't wrap their minds around what you accomplished in those four years just from right. your degree. And I would also say like one way you can negate that is be sure to come up with a list of different potential career paths that you may want to take because for some of those career paths a four-year degree may not even may not even be necessary so you may be able to just get a certification yes. you may be able instead of four years do two years of course we know like one of the biggest things for college is the experience and that's nothing that we can we can we can't take away from that we can't say it's not worth the experience because the experience definitely makes it what it, it is. is like you said homecoming <laughs> all of those things you know, joining student organizations and just different things like that makes it all worth it. But if you're trying to think a little bit further into your future, which to be honest, you know, as an 18 year old, it's not the easiest to do. But if you are able to do so, just be sure to take a look and see because that can kind of help you with that first con that we mentioned in terms of taking out unnecessary loans and kind of putting yourself into not kind of putting yourself into debt postgraduate, especially if it's something where you could have avoided that based on the career path that you would want to you would want to take. Well said, Michelle. Well said. And the last con on our list is the fact that tuition is increasing while salaries are trending downwards. So I know shaking our heads, right? <laughs> shaking our heads. So I did some research and we found that according to the National Center for Education Statistics, the cost for a four-year college education at a public institution is $77,000. Some people don't even make that in a year. Girl, girl, that is, that is so ghetto. And that's not, <laughs> that's not even the worst of it. If you choose to attend a private institution, think of all the 
Ivy's, for example, or Spelman College, the number one historically black college and university in the world. <laughs> um, if you choose to attend a private institution for four years, the average cost is $158,000. Please make that worth it. Please. <laughs> Exactly. And I think that's our main thing is that if it makes sense and it's worth it, then by all means. But if it's not worth it and if you don't know what you're getting yourself into, that's where maybe going to a community college for a year and saving some money to determine what you should do would come into play. That's where spending some time, like we mentioned, doing that research or spending some time really trying to figure out, you know, would go into play because like that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. <laughs> that I don't even know what to say besides, yes, make sure that college is a great experience, but it's also a huge financial commitment, which is why I think mm-hmm. back to this argument that I've heard on several occasions, it is a big deal to ask an 18-year-old to make a six-figure commitment. So some people have said, maybe we need to change the systematic way of education. So right out of high school, you have the opportunity to work. You have the opportunity to try different industries, you have the opportunity to travel. And then once you've worked for a year to maybe, you know, three or or maybe even five years, then you can make the decision to attend a university, get your degree in something that's targeted and will benefit you and what you want your ultimate career path to be. Girl, that would be so sweet. I hope they have that for my baby. (laughs) That would be so sweet. (laughs) I agree. I a thousand percent agree. I mean, I've already graduated college and I would have loved the opportunity to take a year off and just travel the world and then come back and be an adult. I know. So I'm not saying that's impossible, but if it was a traditional way of doing things, I can't say I would have any complaints. Mm, mm-hmm. That's good. That's good stuff. So... I also want to bring up the fact that I think a lot of us idolize four-year institutions, but there are definitely different routes to success. Mm -hmm. There's no shame in being uh, smart, saving your money and attending a community college or a two-year institution. Mm -hmm. There's no shame in attending a technical or trade school where you get that certification Michelle mentioned earlier. You're out of there in 18 months and you're bringing home $70,000, dollars with the opportunity of $150,000 at the height of your career. And let's, and let's not forget, guys, let's not forget. <laughs> when you apply to college and you're getting ready to go to college and you're in college, you're not going to college just for this experience. Like you're not paying this much money for an experience. You're paying for education. Right. And being able to make an income. Yes. Afterwards. So securing the bag. Listen, always keep that in mind. At the end of the day, college is an investment. It is an investment. So you have to make sure And I feel like that's something that I didn't really think too much about because I was so pressed to just go to college. And of course, part of it was education, too, because education has always been my thing. Like, I've been a nerd my whole life. I get it. (laughs) Same. (laughs) But at the same time, like I knew experience was a really big part of it, too. But if I could go back, I would definitely go back and do what I told you guys earlier in terms of like writing all of the different career paths and ideas that I have checking out their salaries and seeing what that looks like. And then also seeing, okay, if I get a degree, will that help in terms of me 
getting a position afterwards? Or are most of the positions that I'm, I would want to apply for would require just experience because I can get started on that experience now while I go to a trade school or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? So I think that's a very good point. And it, it's a perfect way to go into the next comment that I have about there are different routes to becoming educated now. We don't have to rely on just the academic experience. Why pay all that money when there are so many free or affordable online courses, certification, we have access to YouTube, books, You know what I'm saying? So there's so many ways that you can learn and educate yourself. If you are a self-starter and you are a motivated, you are someone who is self-motivated, you may not need to go to college because you can find your own way by taking these online courses, using YouTube, doing the work that's required and saving money at the same time. Yes. I know people who make really good money, didn't go to school or went to school, whatever it may have been, but... No degree, I should say. No degree. Mm-hmm. And they're able to make really good money based on the field that they decided to go into because that field is heavily sought after. Mm-hmm. It's a field that because not many people are able to do that, they're able, they're willing to pay you a good amount of money because they yeah. want to be able to have that skill on their team. Yeah. And then it didn't require a degree. It more so required just experience. Those sought after degrees, I mean, excuse me, those sought after career fields, Because they want people so bad, if you were to say, you know, hey, I didn't get a degree, but I do have all of these certifications that show you that I'm completely qualified and I've been doing this for the past three years. Oh, yeah. No, come. You're in. (laughs) You're in. Come here. You know, yes. So. yes. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense, especially because as we look at the world now, honestly, I think the next generation is sort of shying away from the traditional college degree route to success because we see so many social media influencers. We see right. so many YouTube stars who are bringing in six right. figures, if not more. We see the value in being an entrepreneur and being your own boss. Now, there are people on social media who are saying, I bring in six figures a year and all I did was teach this free 30 minute course. Okay. They're leaving out a lot of the story. You have to be consistent. You have to put in years of work. You have to be able to show your value proposition. It goes back to being self-motivated. If you're someone you know you're not willing to work, wake up early, work late, network, ask the hard questions, force your way into certain rooms, you may need to get that college degree because you can't rely on yourself to put yourself out there to see the success. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you know you're a hustler, you know how to get things done, you know how to make people like you and want to do business with you, then you may not need that four-year degree. So there's pros and cons to both sides of it. Um, and it just goes back to, for me, I don't know how to do the Things like so for me, if someone didn't choose to go to college, I saw them doing hair and they were making good money. They went to college for a few years. I think now the rules have changed where you have to have like two years under your belt before you can play professional basketball or football. But they became a professional athlete. They became a trainer. So there are other avenues to take now that I didn't consider when I was 18. And 
honestly, I got a degree in international studies and I'm in finance. So I spent four years at college, got a job Mm -hmm. in a completely unrelated field. Mm -hmm. Then I spent another roughly year getting one, two, three four to five licenses and certifications. And honestly, I could have done that without the four years. Yep. (laughs) So that's not to say I would hear me clearly. I'm a proud Spelman woman. I would definitely do it again. I don't think there's any woman who goes to Spelman who's not a proud Spelman woman. (laughs) I've never (laughs) run into one. (laughs) You guys are loud and proud and I'm here for it. Listen, listen, I'm a Spelman woman and I'm proud. Um, That didn't rhyme like I'm black and I'm proud, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, So the case that I'm making here is I enjoy my college experience. I definitely, if I have a daughter, I would definitely encourage her to consider Spelman College. But the way my parents made college a requirement, it's not going to be a requirement for my future children. Same. At all. Same. And it's so crazy because us saying this, like thinking of how who would have like who would have thought? Yes, like you have no choice. Like you are following yeah. now. It's just like as long as you have a plan, you have goals, yes. and you can tell you can explain to me what you have going on. And you know what? Let me bring this up too. I've noticed that some people, they're just like, Oh, I don't know what I want to do, so I'm just gonna go to school. Like, I don't know. Not the not the and I feel like if my child were to come and be like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm just going to go to school. Don't waste your money. No. <laughs> don't waste your money. Don't do it. Like, nope. it's a, <laughs> spend that time really figuring it out and then decide if that path is the best for you. Well, what if you have someone who's 18, they graduated from high school. Another option is the military. I know a lot of people who went the military route and they have a lot to show for that. Um. So they don't want to go to the military. They don't know what they want to do. So you're saying, okay, well, you don't necessarily have to go to college. What is their option? Do you expect them to get a job? Do you give them a year to just kind of stay at home and figure it out? Because, baby, let me tell you something. I'm not telling you you have to go to college, but uh, you definitely not getting a free ride off of my back. Right. I think it also depends on the child. For sure. And you'll be able to see because I feel like with some of them, you can tell that their vibe is just like, yeah, I don't know. And I don't really care. And it's like, oh, no, baby, Mm -mm, that's not going to work. No, no. no. (laughs) So what do you do in that situation? I feel, oh, with a child who doesn't like have any drive. Yes. Let's say someone's listening to the podcast and they're like, I was already on the fence about college, but mm, I don't think I want to go to college. But I also don't want a retail job or a job working as a waitress or working at McDonald's or whatever. What advice do you have for them? How do they figure it out without feeling like a failure or feeling like a bum, for lack of a better word? I feel like you really just have to think things through. And your plans may change. And I know that's kind of like basic advice. Like, okay, like think things through. Very cliche. Very cliche. Yes, I know. But I feel like that's what makes the most sense to me. Like you have to really sit down and think like, I feel like before we used to think like, what what do I want to do for the rest of my life? You know, Mm, but so many things change. You may have thought something and you may Mm. do it for five years and be like, you know what? I got what I had to get out of that. And now I'm going to pivot into something else. Yep. So I feel like, don't, you don't even necessarily have to think like, what do I want to do forever? But it's like, what can I see myself doing consistently for a few years? Yep. And whatever that may be, then put your resources into that. And if you, sh- 
Yeah. And if you really, really don't know, there's something that you're interested in. I feel like as long as I can see the passion and the drive behind you, I'll be able to support that. For example, if they're like, listen, I don't know what I want to do. But what I do know is I love making videos or I love editing or whatever that you can make money off of that without going to school. You can still learn those skills and offer those skills and become an entrepreneur, a freelancer, whatever they, that may be. So I think as long as you have that passion, that drive for something, there's something you can see yourself doing for some time. I feel like that's that's what I need. If I don't see anything from you, I'm going to be like, listen, you need to find some job, though. Come with some money. OK, <laughs> listen, yes, you just need to fi- for, like figure out how you can make money. But mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's something where, you know, you have that drive, I'm here for it. I think that's excellent advice. Figuring out what is it that you really enjoy doing, even if it's just a hobby. So I don't have any kids right now. And maybe my answer will be different when I'm an actual parent. But I think of this in reference to my mentees. The first thing I would say is to come up with a financial savings goal. One year from now, how much money would you like to have saved? Once you have this number in your mind, now we're going to go into what are your passions? If you think you like the medical industry, okay, let's look at jobs that will hire you with a high school diploma. If you think you like creating videos, let's see what opportunities are available for just a high school diploma. Once we have that list, I would suggest applying to them to just so that you can get in there, ask questions, get your feet wet, you know, test it out a little bit. And then down the highway, you can always put that on your resume because it's still in tune with what it is you think you want to do. So that will look like experience in that industry. So from there, I would then recommend, how about you take an online course or you commit to watching, you know, this series of YouTube videos so that you can learn more on your own. And if you can't find a job in the industry you think you're interested in, just take a job that will pay you to help you reach that financial goal. So a year from today, you're in a better place financially. You can pivot if you have to into a different industry, or you can decide then to apply to a two-year, four-year institution or go to trade school. But I think if you have a goal in mind, a financial goal, that will be your motivation to get things done and really make sure you're in a position you want to be in. Yo, I wish I would. <laughs> I wish the like the younger me got this advice. I'm like literally like <laughs> listening to what you're saying, like thinking about what I just said, and I'm like, yo, this is some sound advice, like. This is something that play <laughs> for the class of 2020 while they're, you know, they have to watch their graduation online. Play this little snippet uh-huh. for them because I feel like they need, like, why isn't this not, why is this not spoken about more? I feel like this would be a perfect uh, topic to discuss and to have, especially I would, not even senior year. I would say probably junior year in high school to start yes. preparing you for senior yes. year. Because at that point in senior year, you already know like what kind of schools you want to apply to if you know for a fact you want to go to college. But I feel like knowing this in junior year will give you the time to really process it and see and yes. go from there. Oh my gosh, this, that was so good. Yes. And I also want to make the point that like there is no shame in not knowing what you want to do. And there's no job, no legal job that you should feel 
feel ashamed about. Don't let anyone make you feel bad about the fact that you may have to work at McDonald's or Walmart or whatever jobs people try to throw under the bus as if it's not worthy. If you are earning income and you're being smart about saving, you're being smart about your credit score, that is something to be proud of. There are people making six figures. And if you were to look at their bank statements, you would think they make negative $20,000 a year. Mm -hmm. So don't ever be ashamed of how you get your money. Of course, do it legally, but don't ever be ashamed of that. What's really important is your work ethic. What's really important is your integrity. What's really important is your character. And there's no college degree. There's no amount of money you can make that will make people trust you, that will make people want to work for you, work with you and go to bat for you. So build that inside character first. And then I think if you're committed to being successful, if you're committed to your own success, it's easy easy to get other people to align with you and help you along the way. Yes. Yes, for sure. When you have a goal, you shouldn't, of course, everything being legal, you shouldn't let (laughs) anything like that stop you from achieving that goal that you have a hundred, a hundred, a hundred percent, because those people who may be saying things, guess what? They're not going to be the one paying your bills. They're not going to be the one saving for you. They just talking and doing their own thing. At the end of the day, it's you that's going to be getting those bills. It's your credit score. It's your future, period. Yes, yes. So I think that was my revelation. Um, Just don't be ashamed and doing what you have to do to get to where you want to go. If you think it's worth it, it's that automatically legitimizes your reasoning behind it. You don't have to prove to anyone the decisions. You don't have to explain your decisions to anyone as long as it's not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. For me, I would definitely say for my revelation is to do your research and think about what possible career paths you may be interested in and then figure out what's worth it and what's not worth it and just try to make a sound decision for yourself. As sound as you can at, at being 18. Or whatever age you may be, you know, like let's let's not necessarily say it it may not only be you being 18, you may be older, whatever it may be and kind of trying to consider, but just use that time to really process and see if it's worth it for you. Just because it's worth it for someone else doesn't mean that it will be for you because it's your life. That is true. That is the rants and the revelations of two college educated women. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So we just want to tell you guys, thank you so much for taking some time to check out this episode of Rants and Revelations. We definitely want to continue this conversation. So hit us up on Instagram, rantsandrevelations.tv. Be sure to follow us and comment on our post. Let us know, did you attend college? Are you thinking of attending college and do you think it's worth it we would love to know what you think we would love any advice you have for people who are considering either going to get a college degree or going to get a second degree Um, again this is all about learning and growing together so so with that being said we are signing off and we'll catch you on the next episode of rants and revelations bye guys thank you so much (music) 